Welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and thanks for joining me today as I seek to inspire, encourage, and accompany you on the journey towards holiness by sharing food for the head, heart, hands, and feet, all so we may grow closer to God, become more like Jesus, and through friendship, discover the life God created us for, lives of purpose, peace, and abundance, rooted in the hope that with God's grace and mercy, we can become the living, breathing, wonder-working saints that the world so desperately needs today. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join me today, particularly for this special episode, which it was originally a webinar, but it was done as the Unhackable Catholics Book Club was ending, and also we're on the cusp of a new First Things First Masterclass that's going to be happening the week of February 8th. So I wanted to go ahead and share this episode with you so that as we're preparing for Lent, we're now into that final 10 days, I wanted to give you all of what it was that in Unhackable is going to benefit us so that we can have that Unhackable Lent and not just a Lent, but then beyond. And that's how this webinar and what's shared in it, as well as within this podcast, I'm hoping is going to really serve you so that you're able to go and to have the Lent that truly brings you closer to God. It helps you be able to create and sustain habits in your spiritual life. They're going to help you become more like Jesus so that when Lent ends, we're not just going to be celebrating Easter and the great joy of the resurrection of our Lord, but also we'll be celebrating and continuing to move deep, ever deeper into our spiritual lives. So buckle up. Enjoy the webinar, and I'll see you on the flip side for some particular suggestions of things that you can do this week. Hello, everybody. Christina Simmons from Say Yes to Holiness here. So I'm going to put us on pause for a moment as I go to go live on Facebook. Uh, that way you don't necessarily have to, um, <laughs> watch as I do this. So we'll be right back in a moment. All right, everybody. Hello. Good to see everyone. So we are live on the Say Yes to Holiness Facebook page. In addition, so just letting you know, and I'm also recording this intentionally in order to be able to share it here within the Smart Catholic Say Yes to Holiness group uh, to post that later. So just wanted to give everyone that heads up. Um, and then I wanted to dive right in because we've got a whole bunch of stuff uh, to be able to talk about how to have an unhackable Lent. Uh, so I'm taking the themes from Carrie Oberbrunner's book, Unhackable, um, and I am taking them and I'm applying them or helping you be able to apply them towards yourself having an unhackable Lent. So thanks everybody for joining me, but as we should begin all things, let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, gracious God, for this opportunity for us to share today about how it is that we can draw closer to you and become more like your son, Jesus, particularly during the most holy season of Lent that is soon to be upon us. Help us to be able to gain in clarity so that we may be able to be extremely focused upon growing in holiness in the particular way that you're asking each of us to grow closer to you. May we have open hearts and minds during our time together today, and may Our Lady, Mary, our Mother, intercede for us in all things as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. 
Amen. All right. <clears throat> so we're beginning very simply of, uh, you know, so we just got done. Uh, for those of you who didn't join us before or were not aware, I just got done with an Unhackable Catholics book club. We spent 30 days going through the Unhackable book. And actually, that's because each of the days is a chapter is a day that we would discuss. So we just got done doing that. And as Fulton Sheen, uh, blessed uh, venerable uh, Fulton Sheen once said, knowledge without application in our lives is pretty much useless. And it correlates with what I talk about, which is with having all the knowledge about what it is that we should be doing in our spiritual lives and, you know, all these different ways to do it and, you know, um, Bible studies and uh, those are all awesome things. But if they don't help us transform our lives with God's grace, what are we doing? So one of the things that I wanted to, to pause uh, for a moment was to check and see whether or not uh, I got anybody in uh, the, the Facebook, uh, on the Facebook page, making any comments or anything. So I wanted to uh, be intentional about doing that. So that way, if anybody has questions on Facebook, make sure to uh, go ahead and to, uh, you know, to put them there. And then, um, and so my apologies for a moment as I do the, the technical challenge of finding myself on Facebook. There's no way to do this easily. This is, <laughs> this is the thing that totally baffles me at times is that we're not able to find ourselves easily, but here we go. All right, I think, all right, there we go. Okay, awesome. So I also shared it into the group, uh, the Say Yes to Holiness Today group. So hopefully everybody is with us and can benefit from our time together today. So again, going back to Unhackable. So the book is a beautiful place for us to start um, so that we can... Um, thanks, Crystal. I appreciate you sharing that on Facebook as well. So... Uh, so to stop for a second, we'll get to Unhackable in a minute. So just as a brief reminder, what's the purpose of Lent? And my prayer kind of focused upon that, our opening prayer, of where Lent is Holy Mother Church in her beautiful wisdom, reminding us that we always need to pause periodically and to assess, gain awareness, deepen our understanding, and then be able to take action in order to grow closer to God and become more like Jesus. So Lent is the church's way to help us do that because what do we do? We're invited into an examination of our lives. Where are we in a particular way for us to examine our lives in the aspects of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving? So this is the way that we are called to holiness is, of course, first through our prayer. I talk about the four steps, you know, the four steps being daily prayer and meditation. The second is to live the life of grace, which is most frequently done through frequenting the sacraments, especially of Eucharist and reconciliation, spending time with our Lord and adoration, you know, time before him, the blessed sacrament. Um, the third step is to strive to grow daily in virtue. And then the fourth, to abandon ourselves to God's will. And those four steps are not a, you go one, two, three, four, and you're done, but rather those are the four things that we need to be attentive to throughout our life. And we're always going to be getting better at it. And that's where Unhackable comes in. By the way, if you have not uh, done your unhackable, um, you know, assessment. If you are not familiar, um, there's a couple of things that you can do uh, is that you can go and take that unhackability assessment. And hey, Marie, glad to see that you've jumped on through Facebook. I appreciate that. We're talking about how to have an unhackable Lent. And I was just getting ready to share the link in the chat 
that would allow you to go and take after this, after this, <laughs> would help you go and take your unhackability assessment to be able to help you get some clarity about how well are you doing and being able to be focused. And uh, so your, your mindset, how good is your mindset, be focused and then entering into flow. And that's what we're gonna talk about here um, from the Unhackable book. So again, everything is designed for us to be able to grow in our awareness and our understanding and take action in growing closer to God and becoming more like Jesus. So this is what we, everything needs to be about. And those three steps that I just outlined, for those of you who might not know, that's discernment. That is the process of discernment. Our process of discernment is always about growing in awareness, deepening our understanding, and then taking action based upon that. And again, it's a cycle, it's a process, it never ends. So, how does Unhackable, again, Carrie's book, Carrie Oberbrunner's book, Unhackable, how does the book help us in being able to do this? Well, because the first part of Unhackable is all about our mindset. It's all about our awareness, gaining in our awareness. So the first is the fact of it's about story. God always shares his story with us and the great invitation, this is the call to holiness, is to respond to the invitation that God has given to us to enter into life with him, become part of the story, his story. So I'm a historian as well as, you know, as well as a, a theologian in the sense of for my studies and his story, his story, history. I mean, we, we, we've said it over and over again, but we don't put two and two together sometimes. But God's invitation is to each one of us to enter into his story, to enter into history. So that is where we need to have our mindset. How is God asking me to step into his story and to write a page in his story that is unique and unrepeatable as I am, because that's how he's made me. He's made me to be a unique and unrepeatable sign of himself in this world. So we have to figure out what is my story that is going to be written on the page is going to be part of his story. And that's where we come to understand the power of words, the living word. So into all of this is the fact that it's possible. When we speak something, we are bringing it into creation. When we think of something is the first step, though, and we so often neglect that. We look at the practicals, we look at the words, or we look at the actions, but actually it begins in our mind. God forms us, we're told, God formed us in his mind as he formed us in our mother's womb. And this is so important for us to remember. We were a thought in God's mind, which he then brought about into creation. He made it so. And he, we hear that in the creation story. God spoke and it was. But before he spoke, he had to have that thought. So that is the power of the living word. And then... So how do, how do we get an, uh, an insight into what it is that we should be about? And this is our desires. And this is what Carrie in the Unhackable book talks about as being your boon, your great boon. But this is your great why. Why have I been created? Why am I here in this particular place and time and environment? So... Why is it that I am who I am and what I am, where I am, tied to my desires? And God uses those desires to give us a glimpse of what is our unique and unrepeatable way that he created us to be in this world. And when we fulfill and we pursue those desires, 
then we're becoming more fully ourselves. And when we become more fully ourselves, we embrace and we become what St. Irenaeus talks about, which is the glory of God is the greatest glory of God is man fully alive. So when we are living out that life of purpose and peace and abundance, that is where we find our true path. That is where we begin to write our page in his story. So that all makes sense. Give me some thumbs up here in the Zoom call. Give me a little bit of love uh, in, uh, in, in Facebook. Let me know that this is making some sense for you. Just give me some thumbs up, some emojis, whatever is easiest for you. So again, uh, Carrie, then, you know, in Unhackable, he talks about, all right, so we have these deep desires. Now, what do we do? And he talked about the hero's journey. And the hero's journey is becoming a saint. In the spiritual life, this is what becoming a saint is all about. So it's, uh, but it is all around us. We see the great stories, the books, the movies, the, the most popular of those are the ones that have the story of the hero, the one who is transformed and becomes his best self going through some trials, going through some difficulties. And just when it seems blackest, he then is able to, you know, come about and achieve the great boon. And, you know, so we, we can point to all sorts of uh, examples in our society. So it's something where when we know that this is the great hero, heroic journey to become a hero of the faith, to become a saint, then it comes down to, okay, so what do I do and how do we do it? And this is where Unhackable can help us with that. But what do we do? those four steps I mentioned at the beginning, that daily prayer and meditation, living the life of grace, striving to grow daily in virtue, and abandoning ourselves to God's will. These are the four things that we need to be about. And then you're going, okay, so I know what, what it is I need to be about. Well, how do I do those things? Well, this is where integrating everything into our daily life comes into play. And this is why Lent is such a beautiful and wondrous and holy season is because we have the opportunity in union with our brothers and sisters to be able to be about the same journey, to be able to be about focusing upon our prayer, to be focusing upon our fasting. Now you might be going, wait, how does fasting fit into those four steps? Well, no true fair, no true prayer is effective without fasting. What is fasting? Fasting is about mortifying ourselves, about making small sacrifices. How do we grow in virtue? Through sacrifice, through making small sacrifices. And sacrifice is not as hard as people might think. Hey, Sarah, glad you're able to jump on. Welcome, welcome. So sacrifice is not as hard as we might think. It is simply doing <clears throat> whenever we're confronted with something that we do not like, we did not choose, we cannot change, and we don't understand, and yet we move forward, that's a sacrifice. We're sacrificing our desire to know. We're sacrificing our own preferences because it's something we don't like. We're sacrificing our own will in the midst of something that we can't change or something that we didn't choose. These are all ways that we grow in virtue. So it is with sacrifice and prayer, so that fasting, so fasting from our own will, that we then are able to abandon ourselves to God's will more fully. And that's step four. It all ties together. And God doesn't ask us to do this alone. He asks us to do it with his grace. This is why living the life of grace most frequently is about, hey, Patty, thanks for jumping on too. Um, it, it's uh, make sure if you got any questions or thoughts, toss them into the chat. I'm keeping an eye there too, as well as this Zoom call. So God says, hey, I'm not gonna leave you alone. You have my grace that you can call upon. This is why we go to frequent reconciliation. This is why we go and receive the Eucharist frequently, not just once a week. And, not, and also 
This is how we develop our ability to be able to come to know his will. So by living that life of grace, with daily prayer and meditation, we're striving to grow in virtue and banding ourselves to his will. And it's about how do we integrate them into our daily life? And this, again, is where the unhackable book gives us some good pointers of how we can go about doing that. So once we have identified for ourselves what is it that's our deepest desires? Where is it that God is calling us to be, you know, a saint for us to grow in holiness so that that way we can write our page in his story as he invites us to? What do I need to do? And one of the biggest things that we have to get our minds around is the fact that if we're not being or uh, who it is that God's created us to be, if it is that we're not fulfilling what it is that we've been created for, most often it's us. We are our own worst enemy. And there's a beautiful analogy that Carrie uses in the book in which he talks about laying in our bed, you know, of blame, excuses, and denial, or it is in picking up our OAR, o -A -R, of where we are taking ownership we're becoming accountable and we're taking responsibility for what is going on in our lives to the best that we can. We don't point towards other people. Hey, Roxanne, Mary, I'm glad you guys were able to, um, were, were able to jump in on the Facebook page. That's awesome. So going on, you know, so keeping in mind the fact that our biggest culprit keeping us from being able to become the saint that God created us to be tends to be ourselves. So we look at that and then we look at the lies that the enemy tells us to. So there is some impact of what is around us, but we have a choice about whether or not we respond to it. We have a choice about whether or not we are going to accept those lies, whether or not we're going to take those and make them excuses, whether or not we're going to blame someone else or whether or not we're going to deny that we really need to work upon eating more healthily or having fitness goals or about, you know, setting aside time to truly enter into daily prayer and meditation. So Mary Lutz, I'm glad that you were able to jump, jump on as well. Put any questions or comments you got in the chat there in the Facebook group. Um, so one of the biggest things we have to do, though, in order to bring about, you know, um, any kind of change in our lives is for us to say, what is the cost? How is my fear of change, for example, what's the cost in my life? What is it preventing me from? And most often it's preventing us from being our truest selves. It's preventing us from having that purpose and peace and abundance that God created us for and desires for us. And he wants us to embrace. So we have to look at what is the cost of my not acting now? No one is guaranteed tomorrow. No one is guaranteed tomorrow. So when we come before our Lord, are we going to be able to say, Lord, I did everything to the best of my ability. Now, are we all fallible? Do we all fall down? Do we all sin? Absolutely. But the fact is, is that that shouldn't stop us. God loves us more than we can imagine. And he desires for us to be in union with him, to live a life in which we experience all the joy, the happiness, all of what it is that is in our, in our deepest desires in our heart. This is what he wants for us. But sometimes we either listen to the lies that the world tells us, the enemy tells us, or we say, nah, I'm not worthy of that. Or no, I can't do that. Or no, that's too hard. And what we do, or my husband won't support me, or my uh, coworkers or my friends will laugh at me. And what happens is, is that we prevent ourselves from becoming who God wants us to be. We prevent ourselves from writing that page in God's story. So how do, once, we, once we realize that anxiety is simply the result of remembering your future in a negative way. In other words, we get anxious when we look at our future and we're looking at all the negative things that could possibly happen. That's where anxiety comes from. 
God doesn't desire us to be filled with anxiety. He desires us to be filled with his peace. So how do we go about doing that? Well, again, this is where the unhackable book is, is beautiful and that it takes us through steps that help us very simply be able to get, make a resolution, whatever that might be, and we make it clear and concise and direct, and then we focus on small steps. Again, this is what Lent does. Lent enables us, the, uh, gives us the opportunity to be able to assess where are we in our spiritual lives. And once we have assessed where we are in our spiritual lives, then in prayer with God, we say, Lord, how is it that you want me to change? This is not a self-improvement you know, program. Yes. Will there be self-improvement? Yes. But God desires to work in our minds and our hearts, in our lives in a particular way. And this is where we're able to then make resolutions, to make small steps. So you look and say, where do I need to improve in my prayer? Where do I need to improve in my growing in virtue, in, in my fasting for my own will? Where do I need to improve in my almsgiving? Almsgiving is simply responding to the love that we've been given. How do I need to improve on getting better at loving people? And when we do that, we make those resolutions. And then we begin to track our progress. Now, to become flawless, to become perfect, doesn't mean we're going fast. What it means is, is that we're moving forward. This is why we track our progress. And then we continue to keep our enthusiasm going. And there's a great quote that I wanted to share. Um, and this was uh, in regards to, of course, uh, people like stepping into, uh, you know, speaking or writing or, you know, creating in some way and sharing it with others. And the quote is, enthusiasm isn't a result of being on a bigger stage. In other words, it's not a result of more people listening to you or paying attention to you. Enthusiasm is what gets you there. Enthusiasm is the cause, not the effect. It's the root, not the result. So how enthusiastically we engage in our Lenten journey rather than with drudgery. Oh gosh, I can't eat meat on Fridays. Oh, woe is me. Look at it as an opportunity to be able to grow in appreciation for all the gifts that you might have and to remember the sacrifice that Christ made on Friday. That's why we're supposed to actually, even though we only have to by law, have to give up meat on the six in the Fridays of Lent, and on Ash Wednesday, we are supposed to do a fasting of some sort on every Friday. Why? So that we remember the sacrifice that Christ made for us. But instead of looking at our lives and going, oh gosh, it's Lent and, you know, being, you know, be enthusiastic and look, here's six weeks that I have in which I can grow in holiness. There's six weeks in which I'm in union with my 1 billion, 1.2 billion other Catholics around the world. And that's not counting the Orthodox. That's not counting all of our other Christian brothers and sisters. So we're talking 2 billion people to be in union with in order to grow in holiness. Here's an opportunity. So we need to look at it with enthusiasm. And then again, we create that resolution. We create those Lenten resolutions by looking at who and what, when, where, why, and how. So it's the five W's and a how. And this is what we have to do anytime we set any kind of goal. We need to look at who's going to be involved, what's going on, when is it going to happen, where is it going to happen, why is it going to happen, and how. And as we do that, what happens is, is that we re-envision time and space. And this is so important. What we envision in our mind, going back to God and his thoughts, okay? God thought it, spoke it, and it was. But it was created first in his mind. And it's the same way for us. We create, we envision what is possible. And then 
we set about, we speak it, we write it. This is why it's so powerful to speak it aloud to other people. This is why it's so powerful for us to write it down. We've made it real. And then it becomes real in our own lives. Slowly, surely, we're just moving forward little bit by little bit, small steps. Doesn't have to be a dramatic change. But this is how we're able to put all of what it is that God has given us, of how he's created us to work. This is what all the science says. This is why Unhackable is, is a beautiful book to read for no other reason than it gives us insight into who we are as human beings and how it all works together. It's absolutely amazing. So when you do that who, what, when, where, why, and how, keep in mind several filters in particular urgency when it, you know the when when is it going to happen and by when so to set yourself some goals some resolutions that have a deadline agency this is where when you make a choice so for example if you were going to and we'll do the standard one that people talk about giving up chocolate for lent okay if you want to give up chocolate for lent you can't be going and hanging out where chocolate is. <laughs> you got to choose your inputs, okay? This is what it means to choose your inputs. So you get rid of chocolate in the house. You don't go out to the chocolate store. You don't go down the candy aisle at the grocery store. You choose your inputs. You construct your environment, which will help you be successful. That's another. The other is energy. We only have enough energy for a certain amount of things. This is why we prioritize. We only can allocate our attention so much. Therefore, it is so important as we're coming towards Lent for us to give good discernment, to get, spend good time in prayer, asking God, where do you want me to grow this Lent? How do you want me to be able to continue to get closer to you and to become more like Jesus? What is it that you desire? Then we put everything into alignment. We give gratitude for all of where we are, but then we bring everything in our lives into alignment with those, with those resolutions, with those goals. And we are naturally constructed, and Carrie talks about this in his book beautifully, of where we use our RAS filter our reticular activating system. It's a part of our brain that, you know, real simple, you know, concept is for those of you who are ladies out there. And if you've been pregnant, it's like you're pregnant, all of a sudden you see everybody else who's pregnant. Or for you guys, you probably, and, and gals too, um, that you go out and you buy a new car, you're looking to buy a particular car. And then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere when you're looking around. It's like, not I'm not the only one who bought that car. Everybody's got that car, you know? So that's your RAS filter at work in which you begin to see everything around you through your filters. So if you are in alignment and allocating your attention to a particular thing, then what's gonna happen is, is that your brain is going to start helping you find things that are going to help you accomplish those resolutions. So all of a sudden, oh my goodness, there's a masterclass that'll help me do that. Or, oh my goodness, here's a group that's gonna be able to help me. Or, hey, a book was just recommended to me. And all of these things help you be able to accomplish what it is that you set about doing. And then it's about, um, and, and the other thing that the RAS filter does, and it's something for you to keep in mind, is that whatever it is that you're focused upon, okay? You're either going to fortify your fears, fortify the things that you think are not possible, or you're going to fortify your faith. And I'm not talking faith in a in, in in like in our spiritual life. I'm talking about faith in what is possible. So if you're thinking negatively all the time, you're going to find things that are going to reinforce that thinking. But if you're looking at things with enthusiasm and as possibilities and as opportunities, you're then going to see things that are going to help fortify that perspective. That's how powerful our RAS filter is. That's how powerful our mind is. So we need to be about those things. And then the fin final piece of the puzzle is that we need 
to amplify our efforts. How do we do that? By looking at our lives and saying, how am I gonna carve out space and time in my life in order to do this? And to do that, we need to do an exercise, which is great, do, delegate, or dump. There's some things that we have to do. There's other things that we can delegate to other people, but we don't. And then there's other things that, yeah, they're nice to do, but we just need to dump them for right now. Now, some of those might be, you know, hey, I want to learn the piano or something like that. And it's not necessarily if you dump it, you never come back to it. But for this particular moment in your life, in this moment of time, you need to dump it. You need to set it aside. It's not a priority because it's not helping you be able to pursue your resolutions. So that's a part of how focus and that's how you develop magnetic focus, superhuman focus. Finally, in Unhackable, it talks about flow. How do we get to that place of where it is that we are so absorbed in what it is that we're about that it just happens naturally? This takes time, but here are characteristics of what flow looks like. And for those of you, this is if this is the first time that you're coming across this you know, concept of flow, then there's actually a book that's out there about flow and, you know, there's all sorts of, you know, science research, everything that's out there. So, um, but these are the characteristics of whenever you're totally absorbed, you have extreme focus. Time just kind of goes away, you know, so all of a sudden you look up and you've spent hours at something um, or you're so focused that something goes like that and you're able to accomplish it in like five minutes and something would have taken you a half an hour. Vanishing sense of self. In other words, our critic turns off. We're not sitting there like, you know, for me, I'm writing. And when I'm in flow, I'm not thinking about what other people are going to think about it. And I'm not thinking about what my thoughts are about it. Rather, I'm writing. So our vanishing sense of self. Optimal high performance. I gave you that as an example already of how time dilates, you know, and all of a sudden you're able to do something in five minutes that took you 30. And then it's a shift in our brain waves. What's going on is, is that the cycle of, of flow begins with, we see a struggle and we resist it. But then when we release and we enter into it, we enter into flow and then we have to recover from it. Many times we don't recover from it, but that's a separate conversation. So, uh, but that's where Sabbath comes in. So, I mean, it's just awesome when you think about it. It also shortens our gap to mastery. So again, you, you know, I began this talk about flow from that perspective of, so how do we get good at all of this? We got our resolutions, we got our focus, we're doing all of these things in order to help us be able to achieve these things. How do we enter into flow? Well, there's a shortened gap to mastery. So the more that we practice, the quicker that we get there. So some of you might've heard of 10,000 hours to mastery. Well, this is a part of what happens when we're in flow is that it actually shortens that gap. So they've done statistically of where it's like 200% more effectiveness. They use flow in order to train army snipers, for example, for them to be able to become highly attuned and to become super focused so that that way they're able to accomplish their mission. So shorten gap to mastery. And this is the coolest thing is that our brains are wired so that we're going to experience a natural high, a release of large amounts of neurochemicals when we're in flow. So if anyone is an athlete out there, I am, um, or if you're uh, a performer or anything that you have done and where you've just been so in the moment and it's something of where you get done, you're like, oh yes, that is the after effects of all those neurochemicals, the dopamine, the, you know, there, there's a whole list of them um, of where it is that, um, so let's see, uh, the neurochemicals, I was trying to find it in, um, in, in, in the book so I could share, but needless to say, the reason why so many people out there are, you know, using drugs is because they're trying to recreate flow. If we were to enter into flow, if we were to be truly who we are and to live that present moment, that's what flow is, is to live the present moment, to be in the present fully. If we were to do that, 
we wouldn't need any kind of any kind of artificial stimulants or drugs because our bodies would naturally be doing it for us that that is like how cool is that that god does that for us so um i i it just blew me away when when i read that so the fact is is that how do you make all of this that i've been sharing with you about unhackable you know that i gained from the themes and unhackable and apply them to your lent very very simply first is that you organize it so you organize it and that's a part of a plan okay so you organize it you're becoming aware of how you can apply this at the service of your spiritual life and then you, you use once you make that plan you follow the plan and why do why is a plan the biggest thing why is what in spiritual parlance what's called a rule of life or a plan of life why is it so important well let me give you the science very simply because anytime we think something's impossible then we'll just go ahead and back away from it if it's too hard too complicated too far out too unimaginable okay we'll back away but real simply if we do something once it becomes considerably easier to repeat that no matter how difficult no matter how extreme no matter how out there it might have been the first time why is this because our brain tells us stories roger banister was the first man to break the 4 minute mile before he did it nobody thought that the 4 minute barrier could be broken they just thought it was impossible to do once roger banister did it once he and once people saw that it was possible within 2 months 10 other people had done it and subsequently our our mile time i think is like uh 323 or something like that i mean just but once people saw it was possible then they were able to begin to see oh well if he can do it i can do it and that's what we do during lent is that together we bear witness that it is possible to transform your life and we bear witness to the rest of those who we are journeying with we bear witness to the world that it is possible to become holier <laughs> to slowly move on the path to holiness so that eventually we can become those living breathing wonder working saints that god created us to be not just in heaven but here and now we have stories of the saints throughout the centuries of those who have been able to do this so it is possible and when our brain hears those stories then what happens is is that instead of going no it's impossible it becomes all right that's crazy and it's really out there and i'm not sure that's for me but it's possible not for me but it's possible for other people but then once we've accepted that reality and we've shifted our paradigm a little bit then what happens is is that then our imagination starts to go and we start going Well, maybe it's possible for me to do that too. And then when we start to see ourselves doing it, that's the key. When we start seeing ourselves doing these quote impossible things. For example, praying the rosary every day. There's so many people that just can't envision right now that they could possibly pray the rosary every day. I was one of those people. But over time with God's grace, that's now that's something that it happens every single day it was impossible it became possible and it was over time and with god's grace this is the power of what making a plan is this is how we can understand that when we have this image of perfect performance which is what a saint is when we have an image of a saint ahead of us then our mind okay becomes involved it begins to envision it and to imagine it for ourselves and then when we do that 
our physical selves actually respond to our visioning. This is why there is such an important, you know, uh, mental rehearsal, visualization. This is what helps us do it. So to envision it, but we envision it by creating a plan. When we make a plan, when we set goals, we're going, this is what I want my life to look like. Could be, I want to pray the rosary every day, or I want to spend 30 minutes in daily meditation in which I deepen my relationship with God. It might be, um, I want to be generous with my time as well as with my talents and with my, with my money of where I make myself available to people when I might be going off and going, well, this is my time, but instead we become more generous. This is a part of almsgiving. This is a part of fasting from our own will. There's all sorts that the sky's the limit. So how can we get better and how can we make, uh, make our Lent unhackable? It's by using these ideas that I've been sharing with you so that you're able to create that idea with God's help, those ideas of who it is that he's calling you to become more fully in this holy season that's coming to be able to set those resolutions and make a plan of how that's going to be coming about and then to go and work the plan. This is how we have an unhackable Lent, knowing that we're going to be in communion, in community with one another throughout the world, but then also to find a small group to be able to journey with. One of the reasons why I'm doing my First Things First Masterclass beginning next Monday so I'll put that into uh, I'll put that into a comment uh, in the Facebook group as well. After we get off, I'll go ahead and so that you can sign up for the first things first masterclass. But I'm going to go through not just for Lent, but what you need to be about in order to go about and do this for your entire spiritual life. So that that way you have not just a great Lent, but then you can then enter into beyond Lent so that you're able to continue these habits. You're able to have the tools that you need in order to go through the process over and over again so that that way you're able to become the saint that God created you to be and that I know you can be. My life is dramatically different than it was before when I became Catholic March 25th, 1989, and then along my way. And over the course of the last three decades, my life is dramatically different. And it's, I've done some hard work. I've done what I've needed to do, but it's God's grace. And it's been through the power of community and prayer of having people to walk with me and to help me. And that's what we do together. So in whatever way that God is calling you to deepen your commitment to him, so you can draw closer to him this Lent. Spend that time in this. There's a reason why I did this, you know, 10 days out is to give you this next week to be able to like come to the first things first masterclass, look at, all right, how do I take all of this and knowing what I know, create a plan, not just for Lent, but then also for moving forward. And it's just going to be during Lent that these will be my first goals. These will be the goals that I'm going to be focusing upon for the next six weeks. And then I'm going to reassess. It's always about assessing, you know, gaining an awareness of where we are, deeper understanding and taking action. That's what discernment is. So I hope that you all have found this to be very helpful so that you can have an unhackable Lent. Crystal made a comment in, uh, in the group here about Hallow is one of those, uh, uh, apps that can make prayers and meditation a habit. Very true. There's tons of tools out there. Hallow is one of the best ones out there and in making it an everyday thing like praying the rosary before bed. Um, and then also awesome. You're doing the Bible in a year with father Mike Smith. Um, and so that that's awesome. So it sounds like your prayer is going great. And it sounds like you're deepening your understanding. So Perhaps this Lent, maybe our Lord is asking you to get a little bit better about that fasting, that mortification, or maybe it's about how can I love better? How can I be more particular about my almsgiving? So awesome. 
that's it that's the exact kind of thing so um anybody uh hey jenny glad you're able to jump on here um can uh, does anybody have any other questions or comments or thoughts um you know about anything and as i said i'm gonna uh try and uh post the uh as i'm waiting for you guys to do that i'm gonna look to post the link for the uh, to sign up for the first things first masterclass um into the uh chat in facebook uh so that that way you guys can go ahead and and sign up for that if you so desire um most welcome roxanne um as i said i hope that this has been of help to you and one of the other uh parts that um i'm uh, trying to do through the first things first masterclass is to be able to again uh, help you be able to not just have a great Lent, but then also to be able to take what you have learned and to apply it to the rest of your life. Um, doesn't do us any bit of good. And yay, I was able to put it into the into the chat. Um, so come join me. Uh, I'll be doing it every morning uh, in uh, a Zoom call like this. So if you're in the Smart Catholics, say yes to Holiness Group, you can jump on onto the Zoom, or I'm going to be uh, putting it into the Say Yes to Holiness Today Facebook group. It's not going to be on the Say Yes to Holiness page. So if you're not in the Say Yes to Holiness Today Facebook group and you're on Facebook, go and just do a search. Um, actually, what will happen is, is that if you go and register for the First Things First Masterclass, you'll get a confirmation email and it'll give you the links directly to join the group. So that that will solve that problem for you there, um, as well as a link if you want to get on to Smart Catholics and join the Say Yes to Holiness group there. So each morning I'm going to go live. I'm going to be sharing and teaching. I'm going to uh, you guys have homework. Uh, a uh, actually it's your own action on your own action step of where I'm going to give you a question to think about and a little bit of work for you to be able to continue moving through the journey and then I'm going to be sharing some some tools and some uh, skills that will hopefully help you be able to um, you know get over uh, those challenges uh, that we run into. So, you know, those distractions, uh, our self-sabotage, our um, not having clarity about what we're supposed to be about, um, you know, uh, getting overwhelmed, you know, uh, you know, battling stress, you know, how can we use our time better? Uh, those, those are all different things that uh, we'll kind of touch upon. Uh, and then hopefully it will help you in crafting that uh, plan for Lent so that you have that unhackable Lent, but then also moving beyond. So uh, I hope that, th again, I hope that this has uh, been of service to all of you. I've appreciated. Um, so Crystal, so good question. I wish I could make the masterclass, um, but you have virtual school. So yes, each day, uh, so I forgot to finish that. So each day I'll be going live in the morning in the, in the different groups. And then what I will do is that I will take the recording um, of that and it will be um, automatically accessible in the Facebook group because it will capture it there. And then, uh, but I'll take the recording and I'll be putting the link to that recording into an email and sending it out. So uh, tomorrow, everyone who has registered for the, uh, for the, uh, the masterclass, you'll receive an email tomorrow, which will have the workbook that you need, uh, which will help you for taking notes and for being able to move through the different exercises each day, along with the live sessions. So that will be sent out in the email. So uh, a recap will be uh, done that way. Um, and then I'm hoping, but I can't establish a, a specific time uh, because of different responsibilities I have. But later on in the day, I'm hoping to do um, a replay in the Facebook group and then um, also uh, perhaps a short recap. Um, it might be I just do a, a visual recap, you know, kind of the main themes to help uh, with that focus. But all of that will be going on and also asking you to uh, share um, you know, in the group because your own insights will help others. They will then go, oh, I didn't think about that. 
and that will help them be able uh, to progress on their journey. So um, the great, uh, great thought and theme that came out of the recent Say Yes to Holiness Winter Summit, uh, which some of you are familiar with, is together in community, we become our best selves. And this is why community is so important. It's why the church has all of us go through the liturgical year together. When we are in union with one another through prayer, through fasting, through sacrifice, and through the word, the living word in the readings, we are united and we're able to do what we think right now is impossible, but God works to all those who are in love with him. And yep, Crystal, I just dropped the link into the chat to be able to register for the First Things First Masterclass. So for those of you who are on here, and then also I'll be putting it on the link, which will be with the recording for the, uh, in the Smart Catholics for this uh, presentation, uh, for this webinar, it will be in the Smart Catholics Say Yes to Holiness group as well. Uh, so again, uh, I want to be attentive to all of your time, but I also wanted to answer any questions that you all might have. Uh, so if you got anything, um, again, thank you everybody for joining me. Thanks for your time. Um, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you in the masterclass or in the Say Yes to Holiness group in the weeks and months ahead. So anything? All good? All right. <laughs> you guys have a blessed day. Um, so let's finish and give glory um, to God. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great day. Bye-bye. So what might be some daily resolutions, some resolutions that you can take from this webinar? I kind of began to talk about them at the end of the webinar, and particularly making a Lenten plan has got to be high on your list for this week. But also, what can you do? Well, you can take stock and take a look at, am I getting in my own way? Uh, am I uh, the person that is laying in my bed of blame, excuses, and denial and is preventing me from being able to grow closer to God and become more like Jesus? I'm not taking that ownership. I'm not being held accountable. I'm not taking responsibility. And what we're doing is that we are preventing ourselves from being coming the person that God created us to be. So to take five, ten minutes at some point this week and to look at your mindset and to determine, is this where I really need to be focusing upon this coming Lenten season? So looking at making a plan in which you're looking at your prayer, your fasting, your almsgiving in a particular way, and then also taking time to look at your mindset and to really see whether or not this is your challenge or perhaps it's you don't have that practice of daily uh, meditation. And there's a 40-day challenge that's going to be a part uh, that's going to be launching uh, beginning Ash Wednesday within Say Yes to Holiness. You can go and sign up for that challenge, and I'll toss that link into the show notes. But in a particular way, to go and to find something, could be from Dynamic Catholic, could be from, uh, you know, there's tons of things out there, but to be intentional about walking the journey in a particular way. So choosing what is that one way that I'm going to grow intellectually to be able to grow closer to God and become more like Jesus. And the final one, and this is not as a, an aside, but to give serious thought about how am I giving of myself this Lenten season? How am I giving of myself? What is my generosity in giving of myself, my availability? So again, another point of reflection this week is to look and see how generous am I, especially during my leisure time? Am I willing to make myself available, particularly to my family and my friends? And if not, 
then set aside that time to have a conversation, to spend time with someone that you truly love. Finally, I would be remiss if I didn't give you a call to action in addition to your resolutions that you can do at whatever point this week, but my call to action for you is to jump into the First Things First Master Class. It's going to be focusing particularly upon ways that you're able to go about knowing why you should be doing things, what it is that you should do, and how you need to go about doing them, as well as providing you that inspiration and encouragement that you can draw closer to God and become more like Jesus. So again, check out the show notes and go to that link and jump into the First Things First Masterclass. Even if you're not able to be live each morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, All of the sessions will be recorded and then the links will be emailed directly to you. And that's the reason why you need to RSVP. If you're in the Smart Catholic, say yes to Holiness group. Or if you're in the Facebook group, you can find the recording there, the Say Yes to Holiness Today Facebook group. Or most definitely have it emailed directly to you by signing up using the link that's in the show notes. So I hope to see all of you there and know my continued prayers for all of you. God bless. Thanks again for spending time with me today. If you have any suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please leave me a voicemail using the link in the podcast show notes or message me through the Say Yes to Holiness Facebook page at Say Yes to Holiness through my website at www.sayyestoholiness.com or send an email directly to me at christinasimmons at gmail.com. I look forward to the opportunity to continue the conversation we have begun here. In the interim, please know my continued prayers for you and your loved ones, especially that each of us may continue to strive to do whatever it takes in order to grow in holiness as we continue to tell the master of death, not today. I look forward to having a conversation again with you soon.